gives you two choices when it throws everything at you. You can let it swallow you whole or you take those lemons. And as the old saying goes, you turn it into sweet, delicious lemonade. And that's exactly what this podcast is all about. Welcome to Lemonade. I'm your host, Elizabeth O'Neill, and I'll be sharing the incredible stories from inspiring people who've turned the hardest times in their life, their lemons into lemonade. Because let's be real, we all want to know how they did it, the lessons they learnt, and what life is like sipping limoncello on the other side. Let's get juicing. Hey guys, and welcome to this episode of the Midweek Squeeze. I hope you're having a wonderful week so far in the lead up to Easter. It's Good Friday tomorrow, and then it's obviously Easter Sunday a couple of days after that, and it does not feel like Easter at all with everything that's going on. I know so many of us would be gearing up to go away or go for a drive down the coast or something, but obviously we're all not allowed to do that. So it feels a bit weird. It doesn't feel like there's any kind of occasion that we should be feeling too joyous at the moment, but for us, it's just really important to keep everything um, really normal for Ollie, you know, do the Easter egg hunt on Sunday and just keep things as yeah, typical and normal and happy and as happy as can be. I hope isolation hasn't been too difficult as well. I know for me, I had a bit of time away from my son on the weekend and that was really challenging. That was the first time I've really had to be by myself in this house And I just found myself kind of resorting to unhealthy coping mechanisms such as food, um, which means eating lots of food and delicious food that I love, but always makes me feel crap afterwards. So I'm kind of paying for it now a few days later. Um, But, you know, it is interesting, I guess, when we're triggered or where, you know, it comes to the crux of we're being, you know, forced to be in a situation that we wouldn't normally want to be in or that feels uncomfortable, the kind of things that we reach for to try and make ourselves feel better, those kind of quick fixes. And for me, it's really yummy food that doesn't feel so yummy the next day. So if you're spending a lot of time um, completely alone, I feel you because it, yeah, that is, that it is really, really tough. So I hope you're doing everything you can to be taking care of your mental health through that. I was supposed to be going next week. I'm supposed to be going to Mexico for my best friend's wedding. Obviously with everything that's going on right now, that's not happening. I'm her maid of honor and I'm the MC, and that's all fallen by the wayside for now. We're hoping to do it at the end of the year, but you know, that feels so disappointing. It was something I'd have been saving for and we'd all been looking forward to so much, but that won't be happening. And then I was supposed to meet Ollie's dad with Ollie and we were taking him to Disneyland afterwards. And obviously that's not happening. And I was also supposed to turn 30 over there which obviously I'm still turning 30, unfortunately, (laughs) but I was supposed to be in Mexico with all my best friends for that occasion in Tulum to be precise. And that is not happening. So um, I think it's going to kind of hit when we're all supposed, we're all messaging each other saying, oh, we're supposed to be here right now. But instead we're just housebound. I think that'll feel a pretty shit so (laughs) you know and it's not the worst thing in the world people are going through so much worse but if there are things that you've had to sacrifice and give up and things that you were really looking forward to and giving you a lot of excitement and pleasure it's not the worst thing in the world just to feel sad that they're not happening anymore and just to mourn that the the fact that you know you, you can't do it anymore you're allowed to feel those feelings um know that it's temporary know that it'll be okay but also know that I guess you know it does really freaking suck that you can't do what you're doing 
going. Uh, but that's just the way it is at the moment. And I think, you know, I'm, I'm feeling more hopeful than ever, ever that we're going to come out of this collectively just so much stronger and just so much uh you know with so much more the fact that we've had so much time on our hands will mean that we're going to be able to build the future that we we want and live the lives that we want without you know um the expectation of what we should be doing we've all proven you know workplaces can be flexible we can do more work from home we can be more flexible with childcare and looking after our kids it i don't think it's going to, i hope that it's not going to go back to being the way it is because we've proven that that model you know we don't have to abide by that model and there are better ways to go about that as well that prior prioritize our family and our health our mental health our physical health um and the environment's health as well uh you know just in the same way that we would have been doing if we you know we're slugging away at an office and being and sacrificing everything else that went with that so anyway that's my little rant out of the way I discuss all these kinds of topics and way more with my life coach Monique Barry in Monday's episode if you haven't listened to that yet if you haven't I'd love for you to go and listen for this episode I wanted to answer a question firstly from a listener called Kate who asked what are the simple things I do whenever I feel overwhelmed with stress and anxiety and I love this question first and foremost I let myself feel it I don't try and numb it and try and mask it and pretend like everything is okay and nothing is wrong and we all probably know someone in our life that does that and we're all scared that they're going to blow any minute because that is not sustainable then I grab an essential oil usually it's the doTERRA balance blend if I need some grounding or lavender peace if it's before bed and I'm tightly wound and I need some relaxing or I also love vetiver which is the most incredible kind of smoky smell and I use that and I and I smell that and put that on my wrists when I've got time to really process what I'm going through and get to the core of it and kind of work work into it and see how you know that kind of helps you delve into the why and then I grab my journal and I let it all out and I get to the core of why I'm feeling the way I do and um, why, you know, why I'm feeling triggered as well. And sometimes I'm not surprised by what's out on the page in front of me, but sometimes it can be, it can really take me back by what I discover through just kind of letting that flow. And it's so messy. My writing is completely, uh, you can't understand my writing what one bit. And there's no grammar, there's no punctuation. I'm sure there's errors everywhere, but that's not the point. The point is just to get it out on a page and you feel so much better after it. Then if I need be, I do reach out to a support network, which is, um, you know, friends, family, professionals. Um, Only if I kind of need someone to help me talk through what I'm experiencing and why and 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 if I'm seeking that kind of advice then fresh air always helps so I always try to go for a walk even if it's only 10 minutes just watching the dog play and my dog play over in the park combined with fresh air combined with um, nature and trees and the grass resets everything and I can't suggest that step highly enough then I look at okay what do I need right now and if it has been something that has been significantly stressful then perhaps my body is just craving some rest after that because I think if you think about it in the sense that our body peaks with adrenaline and cortisol through our body when we are stressed 
Mm. What comes up must come down. So sometimes if, if, you know, you've been peaking like that, sometimes your body actually just is craving then some rest and some downtime and some, some tuning out with your favorite show, really relaxing and being really nourishing with yourself. Or that could be in the form of going having a beautiful bath or having putting a face mask on or washing your hair. There's something about having fresh, clean hair that always lifts your mood. But something that's really nourishing and gentle um, could be exactly what your body is craving. It could just be wrapping yourself in a blanket on the couch. But if it's just a hiccup or it's something that is an inconvenient or annoying and I can just overcome that and get on with my day as normal, that's going to be what's going to feel much better for that. You know, if it's something that it's quite inconsequential but is annoying and I then go and rest on the couch and lie on the couch with a blanket I'm just going to feel like well this feels this feels like a bit of an overreaction and I'm probably going to finish the day feeling worse because my body isn't you know my body isn't craving that kind of rest it was actually just craving to get on with the day and do what I needed to do so that's going to be something for you to judge I guess um depending on what is going on what your body is what your body needs and that just means becoming more curious with how your body responds and reacts and and getting really clear on what it needs in that moment as well and then also um, nourishing with whole food whole clean foods drinking lots of water lots of tea keeping away from alcohol or unhealthy food because although that sure wine feels good at the time and sure chips and a burger feels awesome at the time it is just another form of numbing out and will always feel a million times worse in the long run always without a doubt (laughs) so if you can keep to cooking something or eating something that is going to nourish you and 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 look after you and support you and keeping away from alcohol that is just going to be the best thing to getting through that stress and it's a really healthy way to I guess ride that wave of the stress as well rather than just throwing anything you can at it to try and get through it the only way out is through then you know as I mentioned before you could take a bath you could have a really long hot shower put a face mask on wash your hair do something that's just going to feel really nourishing and then chill out I like to read or watch my favorite tv show or listen to a podcast uh just anything that's more towards the end of the day I would say before you're going to bed something that's just going to help you gently unwind and I guess not obsess about what's gone on prior in that day and then the last step is uh early to bed go to bed (laughs) you need sleep everyone needs sleep staying up worrying is not going to do anything it's not going to change the situation staying up stressing and replaying situations isn't going to help anything so early into bed and um you know if you need some help falling asleep you could put on a meditation track Uh, there's so many in insight timer which is my favorite app for meditations that's got a whole sleep section with yoga nidras and all kind of affirmations and sound bowls and all just really juicy delicious stuff that's going to help you drift off into sleep and relax so they're my tips that's what I tend to do when I'm really overwhelmed and stressed or filled with anxiety there's been a lot of those moments over the last few years so I feel like I've become quite good at my routine of calming myself down that being said I am still human you are still human there are still going to be hiccups you are sometimes still going to reach for the bag of chips that is natural that is normal just pick yourself up and keep going because you know you will be okay and it will all be okay 
Now, for any parent out there navigating, toddler and childhood tantrums can be a minefield. And I know for me, sometimes I absolutely nail how I handle it. And I stay really calm and really support my son through what he's feeling. But other times when there are other factors at play, like I'm feeling stressed or anxious or overwhelmed or tired with um, and exhausted from playing every role at once with no relief, I don't handle it as well as I would like to. And that just stresses both of us out so much more than if I just followed these steps I'm about to share with you now. Child psychologist, Dr. Nellie Lucas shared these three stages with me to use when Ollie is having a tantrum. And I have to say the difference between when I have implemented them versus when I haven't, when he's been having a meltdown has been profound. Now I came across this incredible quote, which I feel like really is apt is really applicable to what we're talking about right now. It's a quote by Lelia Scott, who says, no parent is always conscious, gentle, positive, peaceful, and authentic. And authentic. We have to choose to be and practice moment by moment, day after day. The more we practice, the stronger we grow. So that just leads me to want to reveal that and point out that I'm naturally a very impatient person. Sometimes I'm irritable and snappy and anxious and I just want to break. But I choose every day to be gentle, conscious, authentic and positive with my son. And it's a choice I make every day and especially choose to practice when he has these tantrums. And as I said a little earlier, the difference between implementing this really conscious parenting approach versus the times that I don't is monumental. I truly believe embodying the traits that I just said really helps provide a mirror for my son for how to self-regulate, how to self-soothe and handle these big emotions. If I react and scream at him every time he feels overwhelmed, he's going to learn experiencing big emotions like this is bad and shameful. And I also want to teach him that by reaching out to me when he is feeling overwhelmed, I will be a stable presence in his life. No matter what he's experiencing, he can always come to me. I want to show him that it's possible to soothe and soothe himself with talking it out, seeking support from the people he loves or cuddling his koala bear that he absolutely loves or having a lie down or taking some really big deep breaths, which he loves to do as well. He also loves to sniff the balance, doTERRA balance blend and take a few really deep, big, deep breaths out of that. These are the kinds of really healthy tools I want to teach him so he doesn't feel the need to be distracted with things like food or alcohol when he's older and know that it's okay to feel vulnerable and know that it's okay to reach out for help. It's particularly important to teach our kids these tools for when they reach those teenage years and naturally, I guess, you know, we can all reflect on when we we were teenagers and you retreat into your rooms and you feel further away from your parents than ever before. But we know that depression and anxiety rates are skyrocketing. Beyond Blue says that suicide in young Australians is at the highest it has been in 10 years. And one in 35 young Australians aged between four and 17 years old will experience some kind of depressive disorder. That's why I really believe if we help our kids through these big, emo- big scary emotions from a young age, it'll help them process it in a really healthy way and know that they can come to us as their parents at any time if they need that support and guidance and they won't be shamed and they won't be yelled at and we are here to listen. And I think that's the single most thing, important thing we can do as parents while they're still so little and their little minds are like sponges to try and help them 
them deal with those bigger emotions when they do get older and they do naturally want to retreat or they naturally feel scared about what they're feeling. They're going to have these tools at hand. They're going to know that you're there for them. They're going to know that it's okay and they will be okay. So without further ado, here are the steps. The first one is regulate. Focus upon calming the flight or fight response. And she says to do this with soothing cuddles, validation of feelings through saying, I can see you're really upset. And she also says you can do something called blowing out magic air with colors. So you can say, let's take a big deep breath in. And when we breathe out, it's going to be this beautiful stream of purple coming out. And that helps them focus on the present and focus on their breath. Also blowing bubbles um, is another really great way to do that. If you've got a bubble wand or a bubble gun, actually a bubble wand that helps, you know, them really visualize their breath. You can see your breath in front of you in action as well. You can relieve distress with repetitive action, stroking their head. You can get them their favorite toy, or you can also build a calm box of things that help when they are upset. And so for us, it will be his koala that he absolutely loves, books that he really loves, maybe a blanket he knows that keeps him calm, and maybe his favorite spot on the couch where we can sit there together. This next step is relate. So connect on the same eye level. So you could get down on the ground with them or what I love to do with Ollie is I sit him up at the bench. So he's actually eye level with me and I offer touch and I ask him if he wants a cuddle. I ask him if he wants to hold my hand. Sometimes he'll say no, but most of the time he'll say yes. And even when he's saying no, he actually still wants me around. He doesn't want me to go and leave him alone while he's experiencing these big feelings. He wants me to stay really present with him, even if it's not touch that he's crazy at the moment. That's why I always ask, do you want to cuddle now? Do you want to hold my hand? She also says this is where you can practice time in with you instead of time out so that you can mirror calm to him. You can mirror calm to your kids. You can help with the breathing. You can help with staying really centered and focused. And know, And I feel like if you, you know, I remember when I was little, it was a common tactic to be sent to time out. Not that I got in trouble very often because I was obviously such a good kid. <laughs> Joking. Um that when we're doing time in, it lets them know that we're there to help them guide guide them through what they are feeling. We're not going to leave them. We're not going to abandon them. Whatever they're experiencing is valid and normal and we are here through every step of the way. Rather than time out, lets them think that what they're doing is shameful and bad and they should be sent away and they need to deal with it alone and process it alone, which is exactly what we don't want to happen once they become teenagers and young adults. The final step is reason. Once calm, this is when you can begin to talk about the difficulty that they were feeling and problem solve ways around that. So one example I can think of is when my son might throw a tantrum because I'm not cooking the dinner he wants when he had it the night before. So I could, you know, once he's calmed down, I say to him, you know, I know you really love pasta and pasta is so delicious, but tonight we're going to have something different because it's really important for our bodies to grow big and strong, to have all different kinds of foods because they've all got all different yummy, nutritious things in it that help us grow really big and strong. So we need to eat a whole lot of different things, but you know, why don't we pick something? Why don't we get our cookbook out and pick something really yum to cook together tomorrow night? So that could be some one way that you reason and problem solve and also help them feel like they're part of the solution. 
And that's it. So try it out next time your child is feeling overwhelmed and please let me know how you go. For me being the best, healthiest version of myself and constantly working on my own stuff and admitting, admitting when I stuff up, apologizing to my son when I respond in a way that isn't helpful and is unreasonable, I really feel like that helps me to show up to be the best mum for him, which is why I'm such a big believer that self-care is not selfish. And in fact, it has a huge impact on everyone in our lives in the most positive way. And lastly, I want to finish with this point. You're doing the very, very, very best job that you can. It is so freaking tough being a mum. So this is in no way to make you feel bad about ways that you've handled situations in the past. God, I could reel off so many examples of ways I handled situations that I feel guilty about out or just weren't the right way to handle it but we only we respond to the things that happen around us with the skills we have at that time and the conditioning that we have and that's why it's so important and that's why I really believe it's up to every one of us to keep evolving keep striving and if we don't handle one tantrum very well which I says I said happens to me often we just pick ourselves up and try again tomorrow and that's okay and we're human and it'll be okay when I've not handled it as well as I've wanted to, I do apologize to my son. I say, I'm sorry for getting so cross, Ollie, and snapping like that. Mummy was feeling tired, but she shouldn't have responded in that way. And that's a really important step to helping them see that, you know, adult, as adults, we're not perfect and we can acknowledge when we stuff up and it's okay. And, you know, life moves on as well. So I hope these, I hope sharing this advice helped. It certainly helped in our household. If you have enjoyed this midweek squeeze, I'd be so appreciative if you could take a screenshot and put it up on your socials and tag me. That helps other people hear about the podcast and lets them know that you really enjoyed listening to it. Otherwise, a really invaluable way to support Lemonade is to hit five stars, leave a review and hit subscribe. That helps push the podcast up in the analytics of um, Apple Podcasts and that will help other people find Lemonade and help this find this content who perhaps really need to hear this kind of stuff. I hope you're having a really good break over Easter and chilling out, which is, that's all we're really doing, I guess, isn't it? I do want to let you know I will be taking a one-week break over next week, but I'll be back the following week on the Monday with a conversation with an amazing guest and then of course Thursday with a midweek squeeze which will be my 30th birthday and what the hell how did that happen I'm so excited to spend my 30th birthday in isolation (laughs) I hope you're staying well again guys reach out if you need at Elizabeth and Neil otherwise we'll chat next time bye Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. 